Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Celeste. Yes, and we are back once again with oh. our weekly show. And today we're going to be talking about something that is uh, because National Day just passed. Yes. So we suddenly got uh, drinks bring back all the memories, and the memories bring back memories bring back you. <laughs> so today, yes, we're going to be talking about something mm. that uh, a lot of Singaporeans have a lot of opinions about. Correct. I mean, okay. So, so what? What is it, Alistair? I mean, we're going to talk about NS because uh, I mean. Mm. Uh, assuming that half the population is male pretty much every one of the males have gone through NS and have their own opinions about NS it is a common yes. experience and we all have very very strong thoughts about it because you know it's a very controversial topic so we do want to talk a little bit about whether NS should be abolished and mm. if not what are some of the ways that we suggest we can solve some of the problems that come with NS and there are plenty of problems and I have it in my notes right here. Yeah. So, yes. So before we start, why don't we like give a little bit of an introduction about what we did during NS. Uh, John, you can start. Okay. Uh, for me, I was uh, MTO, which is a yeah. motor transport officer. So mm. after, after my BMT, I went to OCS and then after OCS, I went to 1st Transport Battalion. Mm. And I was tasked, basically, uh, MTO is like a button uh, commander role or PC role. So when you hear people, guys say they are PC or whatever, right? But it means platoon commander. Yeah. So it's like a junior officer role. And uh, that was my time during NS. Mm. And now, uh, reservist, I resume my role as a uh, battalion liaison officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one is... Uh, Something that I do, basically, I'm like a link-up man yeah. between my battalion and the bigger mm. division. Yes. Mm. So, for me, I am... Uh, my NS life is a bit complicated. Uh, basically, I went to SCS, which is Specialist Cadet School, I think. I forgot already. It's been a while. But I went to SCS. I passed out as a armor infantry sergeant. So, I went to 41 SAR. Mm. And I was um in a unit. I was I was in a company and I was supposed to be a section commander uh as a sergeant. Yeah. But then after that, uh yes. I went through my whole thing with anxiety, went through my whole mental health problem, and then because of that I down passed. Down down passed. And then I went to HQ third division, where I was basically the the guy helping out my G1. So G1 is basically the guy in charge of manpower for the division. So, that mm. was my NS life and after that, uh, you know, OR did and so far, haven't got called back yet but I think it should be soon. Master, call him. Haven't got called back yet but I'm very sure it's going to come soon. But yes, that's my mm. NS life. So, it's a bit, my NS life has been a little bit complicated and I think that's why like I feel there's a lot to improve in the NS system. Yeah. But why don't we start with the biggest uh-huh. topic or biggest question first, which is, should NS be yeah. abolished? And I think John has very strong mm. opinions about this. So John, abolish or... I do, no? I do. So, I, I mean, I'm quite lucky because like, uh, for me, right, personally, uh, being part, having having gone to OCS, right, and yeah. having heard some of the things that the, the my commanding officers have told me, mm. right, uh, I think NS should absolutely not be uh, uh, abolished. Okay. Absolutely not. 
Mm. Okay. The thing about it is that uh, one of the things that NS serves to do for Singapore, right, is that it provides us with our national security that we all enjoy. The fact that we can all be sitting here doing podcasts and then you're all watching podcasts, you know, is as a result of a new a number of things. And one of these is national security. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And like uh the mere fact that having an armed force, a conscript army that is uh that is trained, yes, serves as a deterrence. And deterrence is part of security. Mm. And just for that reason alone, right? Yes. We cannot uh abolish NS. Okay. Do you feel like I think most people who are detractors of NS who want it abolished slash shortened yeah. right, are the yeah. people who are men for some reason or like for as sergeants like like I am. And mm. they do you feel like it's because they see because they are lower to the ground, they see a lot more issues and they see a lot more um uh problems with the system as you do. Uh, as compared to you because like you are I guess higher up in the system. I I don't think so. Okay. Because honestly speaking, right, I also acknowledge that NS is full of problems. And to be honest, organizationally, right, the SAF within within my time as an NS, NSF especially, yeah. right, I can tell that the management uh, that is rank-based and whatever inefficiencies, right, it's just a damn jialat administratively, administrative damn jialat place. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's an organization that uh, you do not want to be a part of. Uh, mm-hmm. as a employee okay. as compared like even though right even though you know you're serving this larger overarching purpose so for mm-hmm. me right NS was super important to me but the behaviours and the people within the organisation was making that understanding difficult and that's okay. why some people uh, see, see it as such right and then mm-hmm. they, their decision is that like oh NS is problematic we should abolish we should shorten, mm, mm, mm. right? Without considering that what's the one reason that it must exist. So mm. I think what we should tackle here instead of trying to make NS disappear or to make NS less painful or to make NS shorter, right? Mm. Is simply how to improve NS because it's something that we all have to accept that we must have. Okay. Mm. As a small country like ours, okay, mm. uh, we absolutely cannot give up national security. Okay. Because the last time we did that, we got screwed over. We asked someone for help instead of having our own conscript army, we got invaded. And we got screwed over very badly by the by not having our own army. Uh, I did yes. when I did go and watch this uh, video by Set Coffee, which I will link in yeah. the description box below. Basically, it's talking about uh, rethinking about NS and rethinking whether we truly need it or rethinking at least mm. having a bit more flexibility when it comes to the conscription. And mm-hmm. he did raise the point of like, uh, I mean, it's a, I won't say baseless accusation, but it's like, a, basically there's a sentiment that NS is the only way, the, the only way, the only reason why the government is still keeping NS now during peacetime is also partially to like, uh, make sure that Singaporean guys like me and you maintain patriotic to the country and maintain uh, loyal to the country. And it's like, I, in a okay. way, a form of brainwash. I don't think that's the motivation for having NS. Even though, right, yeah. NS might result in that, in patriotism. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Right? But, yeah. like I mentioned, right, being patriotic to your country, right, does not necessarily always 
uh, end with brainwashing. Mm-hmm. There's a very clear difference. Okay. If you're patriotic to your country and your government is screwed up, mm-hmm. you will do what it takes to save your country, even if it means undermining said government. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So having yeah. NS teach you to be patriotic is very different from uh, the government using patriotism as an agenda to push NS. You know? Mm, okay, okay. I get what I mean. Yeah. Oops. So I think like the it's a little bit sedacious and a little bit uh, uh, unnecessary what they were trying to imply. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, at the essence of it for me that I only needed one explanation on why I needed to serve NS. Yeah. And the explanation I give you really. The mere fact mm. that we must be able to defend ourselves. And this mm. system cannot fail. Right? Yes. It's like having an alarm system in your house. Right? You don't want to mm. wait for the burglars to break in, then you install. In fact, burglars break in before. That's why we install. Mm-hmm. We don't want the burglars to break in again, right? Yeah. And this alarm system, uh, no matter how primitive, it must still work. Right? Yeah. Mm. But the problem is, okay, the problem here, I mean, using this analogy is a perfect example. The problem is, it is a primitive alarm. And this is not a robotic alarm system. It's a system of humans. Yeah. And And this is where I feel the SAF and NS gets problematic. Mm. Because as an organization, there are a lot of things that they miss. And as an organization that is run on rank. Yes. Right? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult for someone from low to mid-management to make certain decisions that matter. Because mm. like... Not that they can't. Yeah. I definitely have done a few things that I feel that made an impact. Mm-hmm. But as a rank system, right, I feel that there are still things, there are still many things that I cannot even properly suggest. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's like a very clear hierarchical system. So, okay, for the people who have not served NS, basically there's ranks and... uh. Basically, as a sergeant, you're lower than an officer. Officer, they have their higher ups as well. Basically, you have high, no matter where you are, you will have a higher up, lah, unless you're a chief of army. Even chief of army got yeah got higher up. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine, fair enough. But like, basically, there's a hierarchical system. Hierarchical hierarchical system. Oh my god, such a difficult word to say. But they have the system where it's very difficult to bypass a higher up to make a decision that you right. think will be better for the company for your for your men, for your section, etc. You still have to go through yes. the right, the like the right way of the chain of command. Oh my god, chain of command. Yes, correct. That's the word. You have to go through the right chain of yes. command to do it. Correct. And that causes a lot of red tape. Correct. As a result of that, right, it creates what we call red tape. Yeah. A lot of red tape. Red tape causes inefficiencies. Yes, I agree. And unfortunately, as a result of those inefficiencies, mm. there are certain things that NS will accidentally neglect, mm. including the welfare of more special cases. Yeah. Right? The welfare of mm. people with more special cases. And I think a very good example, which I think recently NS has been improving on, yes. is cases of mental health. Yes. Uh, I don't right? know whether it has been improving, but I... I think it is a little bit, but at the time when I was still a sergeant and I was still going through my whole anxiety episodes and anxiety phase or whatever you want to call it during NS, right? Yeah. It was pretty damn bad. I had a very, very bad experience in NS. And in fact... Why? What's the experience? Like, so basically, 
uh, without giving out too much. Basically, it's just I got anxiety and yeah. I I got a lot of shit for it from my higher ups, and I've got a lot of shit mm. from it from even my peers who are sergeants. Basically, there was a huge. I mean, sure, there were very nice people. There were very nice people who were like very supportive and who wanted me to be well and wanted me to genuinely be yeah. happy and healthy. But there was yeah. also a good amount of people who were just like, like people who say they want to strip me off my rank, even though you can't do that. They will say it to me and like, as an impressionable young 19-year-old boy at that point, right? Like, I truly mm-hmm. believed that that was possible and that hurt me. Uh, and that like, really, really made me rethink the whole anxiety thing and like, made me feel very worthless because they say like, oh, I don't think you're, suitable for the rank. I don't think you can hold that rank anymore. Like, because you have anxiety. Mm. And that, yeah, messes, it messes somewhat up, especially if they are actually going through it. And they are mm. also, I mean, that goes hand in hand with the whole toxic masculinity thing. Like, basically, if you show any sign of weakness, show any sign of emotions, or uh, if you basically de- like de- detour away from the whole like, or NS just suck it up or be a man, suck it up, do what do what the commanders ask you to do. As long as you deviate mm. from that, right? And you complain, you have emotions, you're sad, you're immediately labeled as weak. You're immediately labeled as uh, not a man. And that goes hand in hand with the whole mental uh, health thing. La. Okay, this one I never never really experienced, mm. but like uh I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say something here that will a little bit uh, counter your point. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, for someone that has, let's say for like yourself, I mean, you, you yourself is the best example. You say yeah. that you experience anxiety, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, do you still think that you're fit to be a military leader? I think I am. But I do... Why? Why? Okay, because I feel uh. like um, anxiety especially... It's not a mental health disorder where you are mm. not functional. Mm, and mm. there are I I understand if like there are uh disorders like maybe DID, dissociative uh identity disorder, and other more serious disorder like bipolar disorders or etc. Yeah. that makes you basically dysfunctional, right? Like you cannot function properly as yeah. a human, not normal person, right? Mm. Those yeah. in those cases. I agree, maybe you should maybe take a step back in terms of leadership roles. But yeah. I feel like that shouldn't be the immediate place you go to. Because I was as a, as a sergeant that was going through these problems, right? My immediate thought wasn't that I wanted to down pass. Eh? I didn't want to down pass. Mm. I didn't want to give up because I was like, I yeah. got my rank ready and I truly believe that I got my rank for a reason. I want to continue staying. But instead, yeah, when I was when when I wanted to continue staying, the the proposition was no. It's either you don't receive the help that you need and continue staying with us, or if you want to take the MC mm. and do whatever you want, right? You cannot stay with us. And I want to strip you of your ring. Mm. I feel like that's a very mm. false dichotomy that they come up with. That's okay. That's not not being reasonable, lah, in my opinion. Mm. But I mean, okay. on the f- I yeah, uh. I mean on the flip side, like I don't understand that like um, there are a lot of people who king this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and there's like yeah, 
then the people in like her higher ups will get very jaded because like they immediately think anyone that is trying to gain depression or anxiety is like basically they just want to talk and they don't want to do any work and they are yeah. assholes and whatever. Like that's the immediate thought because mm-hmm. there's like unfortunately there are people who really are like that lah who try to fake these illnesses especially because yeah. you can't prove that they exist or don't exist. It's a very yeah. trusting. Yeah. So I, I understand that that they are doubtful and I'm sure that whatever mm. now that I'm older and I have managed to think about the issue a bit more clearly I'm sure whatever they said was not said in like with, mal- with malice lah. I'm sure they, yeah. they wanted well for me whatever they weren't trying to hurt me whatever but I do think that mm. if the first as a as a leader if your first um, instinct is to not trust your men right I feel that's a problem and mm. I think that should be stopped and I think that a reason why they don't immediately trust the men or sergeant or whatever it can be officer also who knows is because they're yeah. not they don't know enough to trust them to yeah. them depression is just sad law then like just stop being sad law the end right? stop yeah. like be a man stop being mm. sad don't think about it but they don't understand inherently what does depression mean or what does anxiety mean. I think that's yeah. a big problem. Yeah, I think what you mentioned here is quite an important point and that in that a lot of the NS uh, leadership or middle management or lower management, they do not know uh, what are, how to identify a real mental illness case yeah. or a real uh, situation whereby they ought to be giving care instead of trying to seek discipline. Mm. And I think this is a big problem because personally, I experienced this quite a, quite a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very lucky that I didn't, ma- I didn't uh, make any bad calls yeah. from people. Mm. Right? But I can tell you this, okay, as a, as a, as a platoon commander, yeah. I have definitely encountered my fair share of liars and malingerers. Okay. And I think it's super unfair to people who are actually in trouble. Yes. Because... Yes. When the people who are actually in trouble come to me, right? Mm. I try my best to be open-minded, but it's already there's already a bias in my mind, mm. right? Yeah. And you must understand that on the shoulders, like you mentioned, ah, uh, nineteen-year-old boy, uh, yeah. On the shoulders of another nineteen-year-old boy, right? Yeah. Is that decision to call your bluff or not? Mm. Mm. So I don't think that there is a. I don't think I think there is a problem. But at the same time, right, you cannot blame your commanders for falling yeah. into this trap, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What needs to change here is the way the organization does this. So on the f- on the other side of the question will be, okay, if we want our leadership to be able to, to teach and grow bet- into better leaders in the military, yeah. what about extending NS? <laughs> when John brought this up to train them. Yeah, when John brought this up yeah. off camera, right, I was like, hell no. <laughs> but like, yeah. But he did bring out a good point. Like, if you want to train someone to like handle mental health and be good leaders, you have to send them to courses. And unfortunately, yeah. this takes time. And it's exactly. Yeah. So, like, I give you an example. You are a psychology student. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So a psychology student can eventually work in psychiatric health, psychiatric medicine. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So the thing about it is that for your degree, it took you four years. 
Yeah. Let's say we do a very condensed version. Uh, one quarter mm-hmm. of time, one year. <laughs> are, you all, are people willing to serve NS for three and a half years? No. No. Definitely not. And this is the problem, let me tell you, okay? And this is the problem. Yeah. When people don't understand the purpose of NS, they only see NS as a place that you go inside and essentially lose your freedom. Mm. But mm. if you think about it, losing your individual freedoms for a short amount of time, or I'll call it short, uh, for a short amount of time, yeah. okay? For the national security of the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? I mean, if you put I it think that it's way, absolutely yeah, worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think people are not, they don't immediately go that route in terms of their thinking. Mm. It's also because like, when you are a man, you see that there are so much shit going on and you think to yourself like, whatever I did this week, right, could have been condensed in one day. You know, the, the, there are times that you inevitably think like that. And then you start yeah. thinking like, why is my NS one year and 10 months? If we cut out all the stupid waiting time, it can probably be one and a half years or even shorter. Yeah, it definitely can. Yeah. But you must understand that this, the, the, th- the purpose of NS also, why it has to be a certain length, right? Is because some of these training practices yeah. have to stick with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So we can definitely condense some of the things like maybe to a one week course. Yeah. Right, but if you tell every any Singaporean male above eighteen what is kiri pusing, <laughs> left turn. right, <laughs> and what is a i a i a, right, yeah. what is unload check clear, yeah, they will never forget. Yeah, that's true. Because they're drilled la. Because it's drilled into you, mm. and mm. I think mm. for for an armed force to be effective, yeah, right, there are certain things that soldiers can never forget. Mm-hmm. Ought not to forget. Yeah, there are certain things that they have to retrain. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But at bot- at the bottom of it, right? You we ought not to have forgotten. Like for example, all the BMT things. Yeah, yeah. So here comes the other the other offer, right? Yeah. If let's say we say that we don't want our leadership to be to be poorly equipped, then let's abolish leadership during NS and everybody just serve BMT, right? Yeah, like every NSS are not allowed in leadership positions. That's the other solution, right? Yeah. Mm. Then that becomes problematic also. Because by right, NS, okay, yeah. is for you to identify your potential military leaders. Yes. Your potential military minds. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay? Yeah. So if you don't use this to get the correct leadership into leadership positions, right, mm. there will be a leadership uh, gap. Okay. In every generation of, of the armed force. Mm-mm. And in order to attract people, they will have to hire, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you do a hiring process, it's very difficult to screen the aptitude. Because mm. you don't know them prior to the right? hiring. And then, you sc- yeah. and, then, and then when you put them in the leadership position, you need to still need to train them to be a leader. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean. right? Which is another additional risk that the armed force has to take. Yeah, and like just thinking about it, like if there's no NSF leaders, like no PCs and no SECCOMs, uh, and yeah. that just is filled by like full like basically the people who sign on, right? There won't be enough mm. people who sign on in the first place to fill those yeah. roles. So That's the logistically, thing. it's just manpower wise, it's just a not possible situation. Once again, we come back to the to the initial question. Yeah. Right? If we agree that NS cannot be abolished, yes, and we want a more holistic leadership 
with NS uh, being a good experience, mm-hmm. then let's make NS four years. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do think that, right, it is possible, yeah. right, to go through a one-week course with the bare minimum, right, yeah. and we'll be able to equip you not say to identify problems and not say to yeah. um, be able to handle it like a champ, but at least yeah. to not mess it up. I think that's possible. Right. Like just, mm. if they just tell you like, hey, this is what anxiety people go through. Here's what depression is. And this is what they go through. And yeah. you say, do not say yeah. these things to them. Just don't. Like these things don't do. Here is what you should do instead. Yeah. Which is probably just refer them to a doctor, refer them to a psychiatrist, refer them to an MO. And then they will know better because they're yeah. actually trained. I think that mm. one week course can do a lot. And I feel like that yeah. should be compulsory. I don't know whether it is now. It's been a while since I've got to NS. People who are in NS, you can tell yeah. me below. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot that I feel like that can be done. And that also includes like, I feel, so recently there was this Fashion uh, News article, if I'm not wrong, say, talking about like yeah. this person who says that the people who have financial difficulties in NS are being overlooked by the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I agree. Mm, and I feel like it might be a like a un, unstoppable byproduct of being in a big system. Like the bigger the organization is, unfortunately, the more blanket a system will be. And unfortunately, the more blanket a system will be means that there will be people, people who don't really suit that system and who will fall between the cracks. So yeah, I feel like that is one of the problems. And the financial struggles thing also might be a big problem that NS have has not like really um has not really addressed la. But I think John off camera has said something along the lines of like uh if you compare it to NS being the SAR 21, you don't mm. throw away the SAR 21 or shorten the SAR 21 because there are small problems with the SAR 21. You yes. go and fix it and you go and clean it. Correct. So like I was just using that as an example because it like for me personally, the biggest reason NS needs to exist is because it's a deterrence. Yeah. Right. So if we liken NS to having to owning a rifle, right? To owning a rifle, right? The rifle works well, it shoots well, it has stopped enemies from trying to come close to you, it has served its purpose. Right? As a concept, this rifle is fantastic to own and fantastic to have. And fantastic to know how to use. But here comes the problem, okay? For a weapon like this that shoots well, operates well, does its job, whatever, 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 I feel that one of the things that we are neglecting is the maintenance and the cleaning of the internals of such a weapon. Mm. When you do not maintain this, do not maintain the internals well, yeah. right? Mm. You have a higher chance of failure. Mm. And this is something that happens. You have a higher chance of missing certain things. And this is something that happens in the armed force. And this is where, you know, where that ex-NS club brought up about some of the uh, AWOL people being financially problematic, blah, blah, blah. As an organization, like you mentioned, with a lot of blanket and uh, uh, standard uh, applications, it works most of the time. But you miss out some of these important people. Yeah. Mm. And that is the biggest problem with the internal mechanisms of NS. Right? Mm. For a system that runs on rank, for example, right, right, yep. a lot of people are, are forced into the position that they are 
right? Mm. Because of a, a seemingly insurmountable mountain. Yeah. And if these people don't understand the function of what they are doing, mm-hmm. right? And they do not see the uh, system help them with their real outside life problems, right? Yeah. These people will wind up hating NS. Yeah, I mean, you don't blame them. I don't blame them. But at the mm. same time, I feel that uh, at this point, okay, if nothing changes about the armed force, right? Yeah. It's an inevitability. What, what do you mean? Because the system is just that flawed law. It's mm. very inevitable that these people fall through the cracks. Do you feel like there's a way to change this? Because I feel like we... we I definitely think there is a way to change this. Okay, there so... There definitely what, what? is a way to change this. Okay? And mm. I think the most... Uh, the first way, okay, in order to change this, okay, yeah. is to make everybody from start of their life, mm. of their life, right, mm. understand the importance of NS. Okay, okay. And this is a failing policy. I hate to say this, but I feel it's a failing policy. Why? the only people who are willing to sign on as regulars are people who are eyeing the scholarship. Mm, I mean, not, not everyone. People are not la. necessarily... No, a lot of people sign on to finance their education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people sign on for the six-year six year contract for just a bit of good starting pay. Yeah. Mm. This is the very layman on the street what they say, what, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure most men can testify for this. They have heard this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And people who want to take SAS scholarship, they take the most prestigious. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And these people will be scouted for higher positions and for very, very senior leadership positions in the military and hence will be a bit blinded to what the ground used to be like. Okay. Even though they were there during BMT, OCS. Mm. Mm. And this is where it gets problematic. Though. Because you see, right, the intelligent people that are not the scholar, book smart intelligent are not super interested to join the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So your middle management are, are full of uh, career soldiers that understand NS but are more for their self-sustenance when they're in that position. To them, it's just a job. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? To them, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure you all have experienced this. You all have one or two of your regular friends, uh, not friends, one or two of your regulars when you're serving NS that is inside. Obviously, they are not interested in NS1. They're just there to, to finish the month. And I'm sure once I say this, you all have a picture in your head. <laughs> and the fact that every do, single like NSF have a picture of someone that's like that in their head, right? That's just go- that goes to show how numerous it is. Right? Mm, and these I people agree, might yeah. have initially gone into NS with a good understanding that they want to help the country and blah, 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 blah. blah and as a result, I want to become a career soldier. But a lot of times, right, it's these kind of cracks in the system also that beat these people in the submission and eventually they just want to, as some of the inchecks will say, which is when you get your NSP. I don't know if it's still Tsap Hall. I get what I mean. Then um, how? You know? And then in, yeah. a, in a system that cannot even uh, cover this anger. Mm. Who are you to talk? Uh, who are we, uh, you know, to talk about all the other more soft issues? That's true. That's true. Like identifying who has financial problem, right? And mm. then the NS Club brought an even better point, you know, because the fact that there is an NSF, uh, a SAF like financial aid system that is put in place, but the problem is 
you start that chain and then you wait four million years, you never finish, you never reach. It's true. The the hoops you need to jump through so numerous. I mean, even for like mental health, right? Like, uh, to get to the point where I was able to down pass and get to the point where I was like, uh, certified as like, okay, you have a you have anxiety and we want you to like get medication and get help, right? To get to that point, yeah. I think took me a good three months. And yeah, which is way too long, right? Which is crazy, which is mad. Like the f- yeah. and like it's lucky that I was not suicidal. I was I did not have suicidal yeah. tendencies or thoughts. But I just imagine if you are someone who's depressed and like you want to commit suicide and then you go through the chain of yeah. command like they always encourage you to do. And then you have yeah. to wait three months to get to yes. where you want to get, right? That is like way too long, man. That is just crazy. Let me just commend you for following the chain of command because the thing about it is that that should be every soldier's duty mm. to follow the tra- chain of command. So yeah. that is the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, of course, of course. But what failed here is that the system has failed you here. Yeah. SAF as an organization, mm. right, did not cover these particular soldiers' needs. Mm-mm. Right? Yeah. And herein lies another problem when we talk about chain of command, right? Mm. Everybody and their father and their brother who has been, uh, uh, who served NS before, yeah, very clearly understands that actually, uh, a lot of times the organization does put effort to bring the top leadership to try to understand everyone's problem, but yeah, SAF is also an, an organization that is that uh, uh, a lot of the middle management care about is their appearance. And yeah. the next bonus. Mm-hmm. How many how many times have we heard this? Hey, we must win best unit. <laughs> hey, CO visit, you're all better go and clean up now. Then the yeah. rest of the times, uh close one eye. Mm-hmm. I understand that you know you have to be human, you know, when you do this kind of thing. That's fair. Yeah. But there's obviously something wrong here, right? Everyone ought to always be best unit, right? Not best in that moment, what? I feel, right? I feel like a lot of NSFs uh, no need to only wayang because the CO come what yeah, yeah, right yeah. I know this is crazy as an NSF right I also thought about this I'm like wow shit shook yeah you close my eye not my problem but then wow suddenly CO come you pack up so I also subscribe to this thinking but now that I'm <laughs> out of it I think to myself how and is this kind, and this is exactly what I'm talking about when, when I was drawing the example about the rifle just now yeah it's all these things. We don't want to clean. Wait for the CEO about to come then you fast game. It's like when we want to book out then suddenly we freaking clean like seal. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Right? I agree. And this is a very clear cut sign that there are certain disciplines uh, that mm. are not drilled into people. One. Yeah, yeah. I mean... There is a way. There is a way to make yeah. this much better and make this much more efficient, efficient and make everyone's mindset correct. Mm-hmm. Which is, do you know? Do more. Do which more. is extend, extend NS, do more. Oof. Doesn't sit well with me, man. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I hear you. It doesn't sit well with anyone. To be well honest, if you ask me, right, it doesn't sit well with anyone. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially sitting, especially going into a system that I have to be part of, right? I definitely don't like the thought of it. Yeah. But if you ask me to think logically, right, on how we want to maintain a good force and how we want to make sure this culture is drilled into you, Long term. Yeah, yeah. And two years is not enough time. 
yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at like South, let's say we talk South, South Korea, I mean, they have a longer time than two years, if I'm not wrong. I think it's two and a half years mm. or three years. Uh, I mean, they have a more mm. pressing need because, I mean, they have their whole tension they're in South, North Korea as well. Yeah, they're at war, like constantly. Yeah, so, they're at war. Yeah, yeah uh, so maybe it's not a very fair comparison, but uh, I guess it's a good way to like think about it. Two years is, I guess, now that you think of it that way, a little bit short. Especially if you're yeah. trying to train soldiers who are supposed to be able to eventually fight wars. And yeah. uh yeah, but you know, some something just doesn't sit right with me if you tell me like NS is going to extend three years. And yeah. Uh, what, but but you see, this is this is where also another problem because everyone is just uh thinking of NS as a as a place that we go inside and suffer, and then the longer it is, the more painful it is, without understanding why, why we even have NS. Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is just interested in their own personal self self-interest which is fine yeah 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 right but if Singapore goes to war tomorrow Mm. they also expect the soldier to protect them Mm. how can you have these two things right Mm. so this is where it gets problematic so one solution that actually I feel that is a little bit more productive in the discussion but it's not the not the be all and all is that military leadership do longer service because they need Mm. to learn more, they need to understand more. And that is why by default, my uh, reservist dates, my reservists, my redeployable years are longer than, as a military leader, are longer than the men. Yeah, yeah. Right? As in, as Which I understand. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand. Mm. But the problem is, I feel that, right, this is where, as a system, NS has to be, has to come back to its roots of being consistent. Mm-hmm. Right? If you do this, who want to be leader? Yeah. Yeah. That's right? why if people our want Singapore to be current obsessed. mindset stays the same. Right? Yeah. Who wants to be a soldier? No one. No one. Zero. Right? Yeah. Because we live in peacetime. Mm. We have, I mean, it's not that long ago, but we have forgotten what it's like to be invaded. And yeah. we as a generation has not experienced military tension. Mm. And we have to count our blessings for that. And these blessings mm. was built on the backs of the soldiers who were trained and the soldiers we didn't have mm. and the citizens who died during the invasion. Mm. So to yeah. say that, yeah. right, to prevent a, a Japanese invasion of three years plus, right? Mm. Three years plus, right? Japanese invasion, right? Yeah. Eh, I think Shouldn't so, NS yeah. be... Longer than the invasion time to be fully prepared, <laughs> uh, right? And this I is mean, where where logically I speaking, feel that what yeah. we need to what we need to train here is not just the soldiers, but every Singaporeans to have the to every Singaporean to have the right mindset about NS. I'm pretty sure if you ask uh, a, any any a, a large enough sample of men. Right, in Singapore who have served NS. There'll be a good number that will tell you Singapore mm-hmm. go to war, I don't want to fight. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like, what is the reason, right? If you ask them why, right, a lot of times they don't really have an answer, they just don't want. They feel that it's not worth it, blah, 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 blah. Even though everyone who is a member of this society enjoys this national security that the NS provides. Yeah. 
We must teach our children, our men, our boys, yeah. right? Mm. How important NS is and how serious it can be. How serious it can be in the sense that if shit hits the fan, yeah. we must be willing to die for our country. Mm. And if we put this into perspective like that, we are willing to die for our country, then no training is too tough. No, uh, no system is too difficult to overcome, right? Mm-hmm. But, okay, that, is, that should be the groundwork, but it shouldn't be the only motivator for people to serve mm. NS. If mm. the space that you go into to train is not conducive, right, you're not going to create the best soldiers. And this yeah. is the problem that I feel that we need to target. Right? Mm-hmm. First things first is once we're able to get everyone's mindset correct about NS, the next thing is how we treat our soldiers and how we treat these people who don't necessarily share the same idealism about NS. Right? This yes, is important. Yeah, because exactly. the fact that it's conscript, yeah. right? It means that as a citizen, I surrender some of my freedoms to ensure that this country is protected. But what happens is I am now part of the protection, right? Yeah. There ought yeah. to be more systems put in place to take care of these people that are being trained to be the alarm system, to be the gun, yes. to be the soldier. Mm. But right now, this is something that is lacking. Mm. Why? Okay. Why is very clear? Because peacetime, everyone loud, everyone is just wiling their time away. If tomorrow war, I tell you, if tomorrow go to war, let's say, yeah. right? That's wood. Tomorrow goes to war. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you that the SAF will be the most efficient thing in the whole country. To be honest, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I mean, yeah. it is a bit hard for people to imagine. It's like it's like asking people like, oh my God, we have to be prepared for a pandemic. Uh, we have to do all this. Yeah. We have to be prepared for a pandemic while there's no pandemic. And then, they'll be like, do we really need to? Not really. That's not, not going to mm. happen. Look at other countries, they are like chilling. But then when the pandemic happens, then we're like, oh shit, should have done more. Yeah. And that's why like, I, I feel that this is, uh, instead of like, what the SAF can try to do, like, what a system, you know, NS can try to mm. do is instead of trying to play catch up to problems as they appear. Yes, yes. Right. Is that they, they ought to do more to be deterrent about these kind of things too. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, mental health misdiagnosis. Yes. Right. Yes. Can be prevented. Mm, definitely. Right? Uh, AWOL people who are AWOLing because of financial, financial issues. issues that don't get addressed even though they may initially start out as good soldiers. Yes. Right? These people fall through the cracks. It's definitely preventable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they need to pay a bit more right? attention to it. Maybe remove a bit of the red tape. Remove like the uh, in-between admin No, stuff. maybe not remove but make the system more to identify these people a little bit more robust mm, mm. to sieve out the abusers of the system uh, and to provide need to those that actually need it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, to, to be right. fair, we have been out of NS for a very long time. I mean, John has been out for a while and I've been out for like two years or maybe three years. So maybe in that time, things have improved a little bit. And I do know for the mental I health... I hope side, they have. I really hope you have. I hope they have lah. But I do think that like, I do know for the mental health side, like in my G1 branch in HQ Top Division, we have a psychologist that's actually in the branch. So she's in charge of like uh, dealing with the psychi- psychology side of like the workings of the division. So yeah. that's, I think, a good step forward. 
And I'm not sure how is it like mm. now. I really, really hope it's a lot better. But yeah, yeah. May- maybe just cutting out a little bit of making it more efficient and making it a bit more like proactive, that will be a very good way of solving some of the yeah the I won't say small problems, but like the problems within NS that will detract away from the whole experience but are not necessarily like uh, reasons to abolish it. You get I me? Mean? Yeah, but at the same time, you must understand on the on the topic of efficiency, right? The yeah. fact that NS is a very human system is something that will result in inefficiencies. Not yeah. every person is as functions at the same level, unfortunately. And a rank system works very well when when everything is chaos, which is wartime. Yeah. But that being said, I agree that like uh okay, personally, I feel that uh NS has definitely been improving in how they deal with uh uh mental health issues and all sorts of other more atypical issues okay. uh in the people that are conscripted. Yeah. Right? They are definitely improving. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately it took it took a few case studies for them to improve. Yes, yes. When it ought to be something else, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel that like coming back to the original topic of whether NS should be abolished, right? My answer will still firmly be no. But like I mentioned earlier, we really, really ought to change the way we uh maintain our maintain our rifle, lah, essentially. Mm. The way we clean the insides of our system. Yeah. Because right now, right? Like I mentioned, in principle and outside everything works well, works well. Mm. But inside is messy, inside is not so good, and the and who suffers, right? Yeah. Is the people that are inside. And I don't think NS should be a place whereby everyone dread entering. No. Yes. Right? Mm. Training is tough. Which which kind of training is not tough? Honestly, if you can spend a whole lot of money to go and get a gym subscription, you go inside and do tough training, right? Training yeah. is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of the times, why people are creating memes about NS, why people are jaded about NS, why people are not interested in about NS, and why people want to abolish NS, it's not because training is tough. Because they don't understand why. No, it's because training in an organization that is messy like this mm. is extra tough. Okay. Mm. Where you give up personal freedoms, but it feels like the system sometimes don't reciprocate that. Then mm. it becomes extra tough. Maybe it's just they don't feel taken care of by the system. That could be one thing. I mean, like, I through this conversation, I do realize that like we always mention a problem, but then when we think a little bit more about it, about how to solve it, we always meet with road bumps and like problems that mm. solve stop us from like going like, hey, this is the way it should be going. Like for example, the whole mental yeah. health thing, like we ideally want our leaders to be well equipped, but do we want but are the leaders uh, willing to extend their service to do that probably mm. not so that's another problem that we have to solve but I I mean I do think that now that there's only 10 minutes left in this episode I do think that like um, it's a good place to start where, by like raising these issues and I think the NSF club I'm going to leave we have the link down below as well uh, yeah. the people like this who are raising issues or even like meme dev talking about deaths in the army, talking about mental health issues, talking about like officers who are abusing their power, etc. All these small, small problems that are like causing uh, people to lose trust in the system and lose trust in the organization, right? The more we talk about it yeah. and the more they solve it, right? The better the whole experience will be for the future generation. So, yeah, 
yeah, we don't really know how is it like now. We hope it's better, but if you guys have any experiences in NS or any solutions that you guys mm. think that should be implemented, you can go ahead and leave it down in the comment section below. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. And at the same time, at the same time, right, I feel that, you know, if you are watching this, I think uh, if you're able to contribute to this discussion to uh, bring out some of the problems that you have encountered or to even correct one of us, that's fine. Yes. We want to have an intellectual discussion about this because we understand that every Singaporean son yes. has to go through this system, has to go through national service, whether they get it or not. Yes. And that's why I feel that people ought to get it first. Mm-hmm. Then they serve NS. Yeah. What do you all think? You know, leave it in the comments. What do you think? That's right. And with that, why don't we just end this episode right now? We I think we talked about a lot, a lot to think about and hopefully got some things that for you to think about as well from both sides of the story like not just the abolished NS side which is a very easy to hear but also from the side of like you know maybe NS should be here and maybe the things that we think are problems are not so easy to solve so we yeah. hope they give you guys uh, both sides of the story and so you guys can form a better mm. opinion but we definitely shouldn't be, but what we're saying is we definitely shouldn't be doing nothing la, so definitely. those of you that are currently in NS uh, please Think about how to solve it. La. Yeah, this problems, yeah, especially if you're a leader, right? Like the whole mental health thing, the financial struggles thing. Um, try to look out a bit more for your men. And those of you that are talking, uh, stop it. Uh. Do you know what you're doing? Uh? When you're talking, right, you make it difficult for your commanders uh, to identify the people who are actually suffering. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But Hui. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, don't, don't, yes. don't be a malingerer. Okay, don't talking. Yeah, just. Why yeah, NS is yes. important. And you don't realize it, but when you're talking, you sabo people with the real problems. Yep. And with that, we have come to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much. Mm. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe, and leave a comment down below if you have any opinions. Yeah, man. Share this video with your friends. Share this video with your That's friends. Right. And follow me on Instagram. Me. <laughs> follow don't follow him. him. Sure. I I'm I'm, follow, I'm I don't know which direction he is, but don't follow him. Follow me. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.